We're good. We're good. And we're live. What up, pimps? What up, everybody? What up, what up, Chris? How you doing, David? I'm all right. I'm all right, man. It's cold as shit. So I, it is. That part yeah. of my life is not good. Coldest potentially recorded weather in Bloomington tomorrow. Enjoy work outside, big guy. Yeah, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be awful. I mean, I guess at least I don't have to be out in it constantly. You this, know? this is legit the type of weather where if you're out for longer than five minutes in exposed skin, you will potentially get frostbite. Yeah, that well, and they said you need to have your face covered, or it can happen like even sooner than yep. that if you're getting direct wind contact. Yeah, it's crazy. It is crazy how cold it's gonna <sighs> be tomorrow. Yeah, it's uh, it's January 29th, 2019. So cold in Central Illinois. Even colder in northern Illinois. So. Dearest Margaret, the winter has hit us hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so welcome to Watch, Play, Repeat uh, with Dave and Chris. You know, I haven't said that since some of our earliest episodes. I don't even I've just care. Been skipping I, like, the whole I like, I like, I like the intro, whatever we want it to be. I think yeah. it's what it is. That's how I yeah. feel. It's, uh, it's WPR. Not WPR. all that different than NPR. <laughs> so as I, as I was saying, the inner, the inner shit. No, I actually do that a lot in here. It drives me nuts when I lis- listen to playback. Dude. I, I do that you're, a lot. You're, a lip, you're a lip smacker. Huh? Yeah, well, and they, I'm they not either. in regular conversation. I'm not, but when we record the podcast, I turn into well, a I lip th- smacker. Well, I think I think it's because you know we don't we don't hear our own lips smacking in a normal conversation, right? Yeah, but well, N- NPR that shit drives me. They, they <laughs> must have the mic directly in their mouth when they're speaking. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God. Yeah, I mean it's important to pick up the all the audio, but come on, people. Uh, tone that shit down. All what right. Are you, what have you, you been getting into? What have you been watching? What have you been playing? Uh, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Uh, I've been watching some more Dragon Ball Super on the old Funimation. Tight. Um, yeah, I know how much you love Dragon Ball. I think it's kind of low-tier anime, but I get why um, people enjoy yeah, it. It's all right. That's that's just one, you know, dumb person's opinion. Hurtful. Um, Hurtful in a lot of ways. <laughs> I know we've got some listeners out there that enjoy Dragon Ball. And all variations of it. So you you know who you are. Thank you for supporting uh, us and also Dragon Ball. I'm not, I'm okay with being in the minority about Dragon Ball. I that's feel like what? that I feel like that's something where white white dudes our age are just like, oh my god, Dragon Ball, right? Like I don't well, like that anime. I'll tell you this: like if I hadn't watched it religiously as a kid, I probably wouldn't watch it at all now. But it's that nostalgic tie-in to my childhood. That's See, why I'm I still. In. I don't have that. We didn't yeah. grow up with cable. You know that you visited my house. We still don't that's have true. cable, so yeah. <laughs> we still don't. Uh, all right, so I've been watching some Dragon Ball Super, um, quite a bit of that. We played some Spec Ops a few oh nights ago. Oh my god, ago. yeah, that was a blast. Uh, that game is wicked hard. Yeah, well, we're playing on vet, uh, Veteran. Veteran yeah. di- Difficulty, and we yes. were, we got through Alpha, and then we got through the first mission of Bravo, I think. That AC-130 mission is so much oh harder than god. I thought it was. Dude, we, was gonna uh, we, well, we were getting real sweaty. We were having real conversations. Oh, yeah. We were saying things <laughs> oh, of we the were nature. Playing, we were playing strategy and all kinds of shit. Yeah, it was. I thought I, 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 I honestly had more fun playing that than I did black ops online or whatever just because of i don't know the, the intensity was cranked up for some reason oh yeah i don't know i just had a blast i mean you know that's a classic modern warfare 2 baby spec ops i've never I forget really had a good time playing it um i watched Shaun of the dead the other night hell yeah yeah because it's leaving netflix i want to talk I, about I, that. on february yeah, right fe- i think on the first but if not then at some point in dude, february that that scene where they're beating the dude with the pool cues and it's to queen <laughs> yeah that's yeah. a great scene is that when they get to the winchester yeah is that later on winchester. Yeah, 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 yeah don't stop me now and they're all circling around <laughs> and hitting with the pool cue <laughs> Yeah, they're you know one of my favorite moments of that movie. It's like it's a subtle moment, but it's kind of like a tip 
tip of the hat is when they're all the two friends meet up and then the two groups like pass each oh, other yeah, and they're yeah, all yeah. like carbon copies of each yeah, other. It's the super two good. Groups. I love the little moments like that in that movie. But I watched uh, Shaun of the Dead. I watched The Founder. Uh, oh, is that the, the Ray the Ray Kroc biopic? Yeah, that's a really good movie. That guy was a real piece of shit. Yeah, with Michael Keaton. I don't know what it is about that movie, but I like it. I liked um, it too. I liked it, it. I think I think it didn't get enough love when it came out. I, I don't think, think so either. Yeah, and that's the was second time the 60s, I watched it. I think it was scoring in the sixties to seventies, right? And yeah, it started in nineteen fifty four. No, 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 like the, where where it scored at, like critics, where they put it. Like oh, in that, yeah, in that, yeah. In that D yep. D plus C minus range. Yeah. yeah, and I thought it was better than that. I think you know? I think it's a C plus B minus personally. Yeah, I, yeah, I, 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 I read it about a grade. I fall in line with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so I watched that. Um, really, I, I really like Michael Keaton. I'll be honest. Yeah, me too. I really like a lot yeah. of Michael Keaton shit that he's been in. Like in his villain uh, in Spider Man, he was Vulture, right? Yeah, Vulture. Yep. He was awesome in that. Oh yeah. my god. Oh yeah. He was so good. Yeah, I mean, then, he's kind of started his comeback with with Birdman. Oh, I was about um, to say, do you remember how great Birdman was? Yeah. I was totally blown away by that. Yeah, movie. he's Holy been killing shit. it ever since then. Yeah. Honestly, and I mean, of course, he's killing it back in the day, but then he kind of took that break where he wasn't doing much of anything. And uh, now he's back and uh, better than ever. He really is. I'm I'm really liking his performances and everything I watch. Um, so I also uh, played <laughs> last night. I played. Don't ask me why I played this game. I watched, I played a little Battlefield Two. Yeah, I saw that. I bat, no, it's, or I, Battlefront. Front, I'm yeah. sorry. I, I always get. I you, oh, the is, is it because I own it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, did. It's, I, for, so it's I bought, free for me. I bought so. I bought that game to play with my nephew. Yeah. Um, Speaking of that, I'd like for us three to play sometime. Next time you guys play, I'm Heck down. Yeah. Heck I'm yeah. down for the heroes and villains. Oh my god, that's what we play. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the only thing that's fun. <laughs> um, I, I played the other game types; they're not that good. But they're the not. heroes and villains. Uh, and there's there's one that Aiden and I play. Like it's a special event one that they put out sometimes where you get to either choose to be an Ewok or you get to choose to be a clone trooper. Mm, okay, and then you have to like try to kill all the Ewoks. Really, it's awesome. <laughs> is, it, is that that's a, that's a special game type? Yeah, yeah. It only comes out every once in a while. Okay, but it, it's called Ewok Hunt. It's a blast. That uh, that sounds like my cup of tea. It's right super there. fun. It's super fun. Um, yeah, you know, there's so much bullshit in that game, all the oh. microtransactions. But I just like if you ignore all that shit and just play hero. If you're listening to this and you're thinking about playing Battlefront Two, I almost called Battlefield again. If you're thinking about playing it. First of all, don't pay a lot for the game. No, no. Uh, for I think, me, it was I think, free because I think I paid. I think I paid ten. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Um, don't don't buy any microtransaction no. bullshit. Don't play any of the other game types. Just log into Heroes and Villains and play that game type because it's four v four. And you, you get to play as like the really cool Star Wars yeah, characters. Yeah, like all the great. It's like the greatest hits of Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, last night, I played as Luke Skywalker. When I played as the good guys, and when I was bad guys, I played as Darth Vader and Kylo Ren. Oh, nice. Um, All right, what's your opinion on Kylo Ren? I think he's kind of a bitch. Oh, I like Kylo Ren. You like Kylo yeah. Ren? You we're, think- we're talking like the whole new yeah, yeah, universe, yeah, yeah. you know, the movies. Uh, yeah, no, I I really like his character. Yeah, he is a bitch. You like the flawed villain situation? Yeah, yeah okay. I do, yeah. I think it brings a little bit more levity to the newer uh, franchise, the newer okay. trilogy we got going on here. Um, yeah, I, I like his character, and I'm really interested to see where he's going to end up because at one point... 
in The Last Jedi, I thought he was going to go one way, and then he and became, then he... like, the main big baddie. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. So who knows what's going to happen in the last movie. But yeah, think, I, I like him. Do you think yeah. Mark Hamill is just going to be not involved in this last movie at all? Or do you think I don't think gonna... so. He's pissed, dude. He's pissed? Like, he, yeah, I mean, have you I've, seen I've, that? I haven't, read, I haven't read anything. I right? mean, he, I don't know if there's some... I know there's a couple interviews out there, but he kind of just put out a few statements that he did not know he got killed at the end of The Last Jedi. <laughs> So, and he was, and he didn't like that vision for his character. Like he was, he put out some statements and stuff that was basically like Ryan Johnson, like not a fan type of oh, type of statements. Shit. Yeah. So I don't know how much he'll be involved. Granted, J.J. Abrams is back handling the last one, not Ryan Johnson. True, so true. Uh, who knows what'll happen? But yeah, he was not happy. I know that at the end of the last one. So we'll see. Okay. But um, yeah. So. Battlefront 2. Um, I also played Resident Evil 2. Dude, I saw you playing this. I was so jealous. I yeah. wanted to play this game. I want to hear about it. I've, I've got a lot to talk about. Let's hear it. I, I want it. It's going to be a little long-winded, but that's fine. Um, I'll get into it here. Okay, so I have not played any previous Resident Evils. None? None. Not even Resident Evil 4? No. Dude, that game is a classic. I know. Well, and a lot of people see even like the die-hard Resident Evil fans. They actually they think the first three are the best, Ooh. but those are the die-hard you know survival horror people. Because I know Resident Evil Four was a little more. There's more action thrown into it. There from was what there heard. was a little bit more action, but like you know, Resident we got Evil, Leon Ronhouse and kicking Leon. zombies and shit. You haven't played that game, so you wouldn't get that. <laughs> but you have you have the so basically the point of that game is that you're supposed to rescue the president's daughter. Mm-hmm. Her name is Ashley, and she's yeah. the worst. Like tag I read along. the plot line. Yeah, she's she's the worst tag along hero, right? So anytime you're like more than four feet away, Leon, <laughs> Leon, just the whole game, it's like that. Uh, I would say for about two thirds of the game, yeah. Oof, yikes! And then the other part is is that the the dude that you buy and sell items from, every time you talk to him, he's like, "What are you buying?" <laughs> every time. <laughs> That game came out, what, 2005? It came out originally for the GameCube, so I think somewhere in that range, 2005, yeah. 2004. Yeah, so I remember around the time that it came out, and I was like, I remember it looked cool, and I was like, should I buy this? But then I was like, wait, Resident Evil 4, like, I haven't played any of the other <laughs> I ones. I haven't played so. Resident Evil 1, 2, or 3. Yeah, so I decided against it, and then I kind of missed the other releases of 5 and 6, which I heard those two were trash, so I'm not really Seven, much. 7 is a cool game. 7, I heard, was good. Yeah, I think that'll, that'll probably be one next time I see it on sale, I'll buy it, so we can both play it. Yeah, okay. oh, of course, <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I kind of avoided it. So this is this is my first Resident Evil game, and it's it's a little different from the original Resident Evil Two, from what I've heard. You know, the camera angle. This is like a I heard, true I mean, third I heard, person. I heard that things have been kind of updated in a positive yeah. way. Yeah. So like the original Resident Evil Two, just like the original Resident Evil One, is kind of a fixed camera position, mm-hmm. and the camera it just stays in one place, and the, your character walks across the screen. I guess why they did that actually is because they could make the resolution of the backdrop better oh, if really? they had the fixed camera position. Oh, as, so, as opposed to it moving around. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Instead of a true 3D animation, because then the capabilities of, you of know, the system, at that of point, system were weren't not, there. Yeah, so, okay. so it made it look better for the time. But this one is a true like over-the-shoulder third-person uh, survival horror game. And that is not a game type that I am like fluent in. That's not my game type. It's not mm. even in my top three game types. It's yeah, yeah. it's just not something I play a lot of. Um, so this game was really challenging for me. It was really fun though, mm. and a lot of things are done really well. 
just getting into it, the graphics are phenomenal. Okay. Um, it looks amazing. It looks like a 2019 game. How's it control, more importantly? How's it control? So it controls kind of like... It, it's not clunky, but you can tell that it is not a action game first. It's okay, a survival, survival horror game, game okay, first. Gotcha. Even down to like sprinting. You sprint. You do, Well, you don't sprint. You kind of do like a fast walk. <laughs> That's how fast you can go. So sometimes you're like, you're trying to get away and you're like, dude, fucking run. Like, and he's going so slow, but you are faster than like the nor- the base zombies. But like, it, it looks like you're just barely moving along. Um, but yeah, graphics are fantastic. There's a few minor like texturing issues with some lighting on walls and stuff. Well, but, I, mean, that's, I mean, that's something they can patch real quick. I mean, if it's, yeah, it's a minor not texturing thing, it does not break the game. It's very minor and in very few places. Um, the environment is super cool. So like the map is very confined. You're basically in a police station and mm. a sewer, and then there's a third location, which I won't say just to avoid minor spoilers. Even yeah, though, I, gotcha. I mean, yeah. for even you know for people that haven't played it, but. It's just really cool how like everything's set up, like the map design for specifically the police station is it's not like a maze, but like there's really specific ways on how to get to certain places in the police station. You there's only really one way to get to certain areas. So like you have to remember like to get to that room I have to go up that flight of stairs and then go through that door to get oh, to that room. I can't cool. just go right upstairs and go in. I have to go into a room and then up that flight of stairs. It's very specific and it, it makes it challenging in a really fun way where you cool. have to try to like remember the map. Um, I really enjoyed that. The characters and the voice acting. So I played as Leon. Leon. Um, and you only play as Leon and Claire. Um, so I picked Leon, and apparently there's a total of four playthroughs. So it's Leon and Claire, but then both of those characters have two playthroughs. Oh, no shit. So you can play through a total of four times and get a slightly different experience all four times oh, that's with cool. the two characters. So How many? Did you just do the one playthrough? I just did, did one. Okay. That, that was enough. I needed to breathe after I, I got done with was it. Was it a little time. tense? Yeah, it, it's tense. And as someone who's not, you know, really, I'm not very good at survival horror games. So. That's fair. Um, it was a challenge, a fun challenge. Um, but there's just a lot of funny moments with Leon, and I guess Claire's the same story. But like they react like we would react if there's like zombies running at us. They're like, mm. "Holy shit!" Like <laughs> something crazy happens. Leon, I found myself laughing at some of the shit that he would say. Like there'd be a, a sometimes a scripted moment, but not even a scripted moment. There'd just be times when like some crazy shit is happening, and he'd be like, "Jesus Christ!" And you start like like you'd be running and you'd just be like freaking out. It just made me chuckle every time I'd hear it. And uh, I guess Claire is the same way with some of the stuff that she says. But what's the what's the, speaking of sound? What's the sound design like? Uh, sound design. That's the next thing I oh, had. Actually, shit. my bad. Uh, sound design, <laughs> creepy. Um, the creepy. all all the creature design sound design is done really well. Um, specifically with some characters that I'm about to get into. It makes you feel like uh, you're being hunted in this world. I mean, it's it's that's cool. Zombies and base level zombies. Uh, from what I've heard, like the the sound effects. You know, the, I'm pe- speaking of like the diehard Resident Evil fans. They say that the old zombies sounded scarier. Okay, but these are the scariest and best looking zombies I've seen in a game. Oh, cool. Um, granted, I don't play, like I said, I don't play many of these types of games, but they look and sound phenomenal. 
Um, gunshots, all the gun sounds are good. They're not like next tier. Well, I don't, you know? I don't think I don't think that's like the point. Of this it's not. Yeah, it. it's and it, it does not break the game by any means. Um, but like all the horror elements of the sound design are top notch. Okay, that, that's what I'm looking for here. Um, lighting effects, save for the few texturing issues that I mentioned a little bit ago. All the lighting is crazy good and scary. Like all the halt. Like, it's kind of weird. So you'll be in these safe zones. Like, the main entrance of the police building is kind of like your safe zone, at least mm-hmm. in the beginning. And it's more lit up and populated. Uh, well, not populated with people, but it's, you know, it's kind of like a safe area. You got your typewriter there where you save in your mm-hmm. box, your inventory box and shit. And, but as soon as you veer off into a side room or go up the stairs or whatever, everything gets darker immediately. You pull mm-hmm. out your flashlight and you're basically trusting in your flashlight to guide you because... No, do you have to very, change batteries in the flashlight? Or no, no it, it doesn't get um, too crazy into that. But So it's just very eerie walking down hallways, especially for the first time. I mean, once you get used to some of the areas, it it's not as bad, you know, but you have to rely on your flashlight to, mm. you know, so you can see. Um, all right, so the creatures. Base zombies, already talked about those. Uh, there's dogs. Um, there's some zombie dogs oh, up in this shit. game, uh, which I guess is kind of like an iconic uh, creature. The Resident Evil uh, famous jump scare where one jumps through a window, like in the classic game. Did you freak out? Was it in this? Um, well, so they make some like Minor small changes, changes yep, okay. and changes with the dogs, and also there's things called lickers, lickers, um, which are probably the scariest looking creature in the game for me. Anyway, okay. they're the crazy like. Their head looks just like a brain, like oh is what God. it looks like, and they're all like fleshy looking, oh. and they they're on all fours and they what crawl on the ceilings, the hell? and they'll like jump at you from any angle. Dude, oh, this sounds miserable. <clears throat> yeah, the only plus side is they can't follow you through doorways. Okay, that's but good. the base level zombies can. They will follow you anywhere. Oh shit, within reason. Okay, and they also are basically invincible unless you destroy the head. So you can shoot their head like five times with a pistol, and it'll knock them down for a while, but they'll get back up in like a few minutes. Sometimes oh. even sooner than that if you only put like three shots in their head. They'll get right back up. Jesus. Um, the liquors you can kill for good, uh, but it takes way more ammo. Like you'll you'll deplete your ammo. Ammo supply, that's another thing. It's very limited. It's very okay. like classic to the, to the, the genre. Um, but yeah, liquors. Um, <laughs> there's these ivy zombies later in the game and the last part mm-hmm. that are basically like souped up base zombies that will like they kind of remind me of clickers from The Last of Us. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. yeah. They sound like clickers too. And I first got into the area where they're at, I was <laughs> yeah, I heard this clicking sound. I was like, this is fucking The Last of Us. Like mm-hmm. I got some clickers up here. They don't look exactly like clickers, but they sound just like them. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they'll they have like these tulip heads, basically not so much like uh, the Demogorgon from Stranger Things, yeah. kind of like that. But yeah, they'll they'll kill you real quick. Sounds like it. Um, all right, I'll kind of skip ahead here. That there's awesome boss fights. Uh, the Tyrant, Mister X, uh, who is from the original game, he is <laughs> the scariest part about this game. I would say for me, he's invincible. For one, you can never kill him. And he follows you around. Once he shows up in the game, he follows you around forever, basically. Holy shit. At least while you're in the police station. And then once you get into the sewer, the new area, he's not really around that much. And then once you get to the last part, the last he's part there. of the map, he's there again. 
He cannot be killed. He could be slowed down. But he, I swear to God, he shows up at the worst possible time. Some scripted, <laughs> some not. And you can hear him like stomping around through walls so you know when he's around you. But then you'll go through a door and he'll just fucking clothesline you immediately. And then like you need to get out. Like you can kind of run after he does it. Mm-hmm. But if there's other zombies around, they might attack you right after you get up. So <laughs> there's some moments where, and so the scripted moments where he shows up are the worst because <laughs> you'll be in a really tough spot. And then you'll be like, you'll be getting through this really tough spot. And then he'll show up out of nowhere and you're like, motherfucker, there he is again. And he'll like, he'll knock you back. And, <laughs> and now you're surrounded. Like it's, it's very, it's white knuckle. I'll say that. Um, so yeah, that dude's nuts. Uh, sorry, this is going on and on. Um, item menu and map layout really well done. Um, the, customization is pretty minimal um but the main menu is very classic but it works so well i mean it could it feels like a it feels like a new game in that regard wow that's very simple but uh item inventory is really fun the map is cool so if you've explored a part of the map it's blue Mm -hmm. and if you've missed some things that part is still red um very basic but it works very well puzzles are fun they're not too difficult um, really didn't have any issues there. I thought that was really fun. The story was really satisfying too. Cool, man. Um, that is all. That's all I've got to say. Um, Hot damn! It is. Yeah, that's pretty long. But if you this, sound, this sounds like an early game of the year favorite for you, maybe like, it is. Just, yeah. just the way you talk oh, about sure. it. Like, yeah, I I love this game. There's yeah, you know, I got upset. If I got hung up on a few parts, specifically mm. some boss fights, uh, some with Mister X, uh, some with uh, the G. I think his name's just G, but he goes through stages one through three, getting mm-hmm. harder obviously each time. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, yeah, it's uh, it's an awesome game. I rented it for literally like four dollars fifty mm-hmm. cents for two nights uh, because yeah. it is a short playthrough. I wasn't gonna drop sixty bones no, on no. a ten-hour campaign. I and, I, and I guess once you beat it once, like it obviously doesn't take as long to play through it again. Yeah. So I rented it. Um, yeah. So definitely check it out, especially if you like survival horror games or just third-person games. Check it out. All right. All right. So uh, in terms of things that I watched, uh, I watched Eighth Grade, that Bo Burnham original mm-hmm. movie on Amazon Prime. How this was movie, it? it was, as somebody who's a middle school teacher, it was a little bit intense. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I sort of understand what kids are going through, but I guess sometimes I don't always get it. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of the problem with me being closer to 30 than I am 20 now. It's like, I just don't get it. Like, they'll... Like, I guess they, like, look at each other's Instagrams and Snapchats just, like, constantly and are just constantly looking at it, constantly, constantly refreshing. And there's, there's this one scene, and it's kind of a smaller scene, but... So, the girl is looking at Instagram, and she's got headphones in. It's, like, all this happy, joyous music. And then her dad's like, hey, you know, hey, hey, how's it, how, how was your day? She whips it up. She's like, what do you want? Mm-hmm. He's like, I, I was just wanted to just wanted to know how your day was. Yeah, they're she's so like, absorbed in their own She's bubble. like, it was fine. And then she pops it back in, and I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I just I, I I don't know like just it was it was a really cool movie and especially somebody who didn't grow up with any sisters I don't have a whole lot of background in being around mm-hmm. teenage girls outside yep, of same. being their teacher same. Yeah. so I I don't I don't have a whole lot of background so this was eye opening in a lot of ways and just how mean girls can be and overall I really enjoyed this movie I think that it's one that I would recommend to anybody who deals with adolescence but I would also recommend it to anybody who's interested in I I think a very accurate portrayal of what the youth of today is like. Yeah, um, I think I think this is a really cool movie that that centers around a character that's very believable in today. Like she's very, 
So she has this YouTube channel in which she expresses the idea that she's you know very open and very popular and that she's along with everybody and then it goes to reality and she's very closed off and yeah. she's not popular and it's it, it's like it's that it's this idea of the double persona right where you've got like this one persona that's you online and there's a persona in you in reality. Mm-hmm. That was cool. Uh, I also watched the Autopsy of Jane Doe on Netflix. This is a horror movie. Yeah, it sounds so familiar. Yeah, it was um it was so basically the the story is is that there there are these two dudes they're doing an autopsy and they are like, "All right, you know, it's the end of the day." And then this cop shows up with his body and then things just absolutely go to shit. Very claustrophobic, a lot mm. of um unique sound, unique. I, I like I like how you talked about the unique monster design cuz there's a lot of unique monster design in this movie as well. Mm. It's a supernatural, supernatural, Super, supernatural okay. film. Um, gotcha. Really enjoyed that as well. Uh, watch all the Ted Bundy tapes on mm-hmm. Sunday. Sounds like a lot of people are watching those, dude. It's really good. Yeah. This guy's a fucking nut job. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know hardly anything about Ted Bundy leading up to this. Well, I'm sure there's been other documentaries, but this one seems to have blown up, and like yeah. everybody's watching this one. Dude, so. this one was sounds I, good. Oof. I don't know. Like, I knew that I knew that Ted Bundy was like this weird kind of sex guy, but like, I also I didn't know how much of a narcissist this guy was. Mm. Like, this guy's narcissistic behavior was off the charts, absolutely off the charts. Like, even when he would like, cause, so Ted Bundy's trial was the first one that was ever nationally televised. Okay, so. During the televised events, like sometimes he would wink at the camera and shit. While, the while, while, they're, while they're describing, like, about how he'd beaten these two sorority girls to death with a club, basically. Jeez. Yeah, it was freaking brutal. It was it was nuts. And then there's there's this one scene that I'll never forget where Ted Bundy is, is like, you know, he's at, like, the end of his rope or whatever. And, you know, he's still, he's still just acting like shit's okay and that, like, people are just going to, like, get... They're like, oh no no, like people are gonna quit me. Like they, they like me. <laughs> and then it gets it gets to this point where he's like, Oh shit, uh, I'm gonna die. Like, yeah. they're gonna kill me, there's no going back. Damn. It was and like just like the change like the, the change that they describe in his demeanor and his face and all this shit when he's finally like, Oh fuck. Wow. It was it was a really, really powerful movie and just seeing just seeing how Ted Bundy changed at least in the eyes of the the interviewers and the people portraying him from like the very early part of his life until the very end and just just the way he described himself versus the reality of the way that other people described him is nuts. So for example, he described himself as this really athletic, outgoing, intelligent person in high school. Mm-hmm. And then they found one of his high school classmates and she was like, "Ted was really weird." Um yeah. Ted was kind of lower middle student. Um, did not participate in athletics. Uh, liked to trick people, like to scare them, like to make them feel afraid and things. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just, it was, it was a really, wow. really crazy. It was crazy, man. And it was four hours worth of TV, and I just couldn't stop. Is it like a four episode? Yeah, four episodic, about an hour a piece. Um, what did you see? They're going to come out with the the actual. Uh Big screen movie with yeah, Zach Becca, Efron. Becca playing. and I were talking about that, and we're I think I think it might be one that you know I need a I need a little time away from Ted yeah. Bundy, yeah, uh, from his insane demeanor and his narcissistic behavior. But I think I think I'll be ready to watch this. I'm I'm actually kind of excited. I I don't know. Uh, and then in terms of video games, I finally beat Shadow of Colossus. Nice. Um, that was a lot of fun. That game. That, I know that it seems kind of weird that we both played throwback games that re- have been remastered. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but no, Shadow Colossus was really cool. I really enjoyed all the boss fights. I think they were all really well thought out, really fun, really clever. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of unique mechanics. Also, I liked that there wasn't any filler in this game. There was no filler. Yeah, I watched you play it a little bit. It's, it's pretty bare bones. There's no filler. It's like, all right, you know, here's the monster. 
kill the monster. <laughs> That's it. There's no no oh, inventory management. Yeah. No, no health in- pickups. Yep. No health upgrade pick- weapons. Yep. There, it's nothing. just like it's just like all right. You know, here's the monster. Find its weakness. And if if you're a dipshit, you know it's gonna take you a while. But if not, like this could take you like literally thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's kind of the cool thing about this game is that it's it's very skill reliant. And there was a couple times where I don't know. So this this game relies a lot on cycles and your ability to read the cycles of your opponent. Mm-hmm. And so if you miss a cycle, it's gonna be another thirty forty seconds. There was one or two times where I missed a cycle like three or four times, and I lost my shit. <laughs> I absolutely lost it. I was like, fuck this game, fuck it, fucking. Don't want to play anymore. Don't don't want to be around this stuff. Yeah. I'm done. I'm out. Not playing for a little bit. And then I would come back in like five minutes and play <laughs> again. But uh, that's 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 the main video game that I played. And I'm oh, sorry about that. No, and then right. I also got into Overwatch again because the event came out. Of course. Uh, yeah. I might download it because I see you know it's part of your your is library. It, is so. it a downloadable game? It looked like it was because I have it on disc. Oh damn! All right. Well, never mind. <laughs> if, if I had it digitally, I'd be like, hell yeah, brother! I'd love to play Overwatch with you. I think. I think Overwatch is probably one of the best first-person shooters, if not the best first-person shooter I've ever played. I mean, it's it's at a, at the top of a lot of people's lists. I mean, it was it was a great game when it came out. I, I just couldn't get into it, but a lot of people did for sure. Um, you know, keeping up with Black Ops on occasion, playing with friends, mm-hmm. um, not a whole lot. I I have not. Yeah, I know. Uh, I, know. I pretty much took a nosedive after the initial addiction to that game. Well, I know, and I think I think part of the problem right now is they're introducing microtransactions and shit, mm-hmm. and I think that's that's turning a lot of people off from their game. And I, Activision is so removed from the oh. reality that. Yeah. How about that battle pass where you get virtually nothing and you pay fifty dollars? Yeah, I know. I don't. I don't. I don't get. People are starting that. to get pissed off about that. I don't. I don't get, dude. Like, if you're going to charge sixty dollars for a game, like, why not just release content free? Yeah. Right. Or other way, you go free to play and then charge for new maps or charge for whatever the fuck you want because mm-hmm. it's free. Um, Warframe has a really interesting uh, game plan, which what they with what they've been doing since they launched. I mean, it's a free to play game. Yeah, but you but the problem like so I I we both played Warframe for a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I I didn't put any currency in. I know that you put in a little I bit. Put like fifteen bucks. But I mean, it's it's a game. It's a game that I enjoy, but it just doesn't feel polished enough for me to play it long term. Yeah, I, I, I put about twenty five hours into it. And I yeah, think I put I mean, like ten. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's, it's not. It's fun. It's it's wicked fun. Like when you're when you're the diving movement. around. Yeah, the yeah. movement and your ability to just yeah, at every moment in Warframe, you just feel like the ultimate badass, and that you yeah. can take on any situation. Space Ninja, as they call Space themselves. Ninja. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, a game that I kind of want to get into, and I think I might get into tomorrow because I've got the day off. I might get back into Destiny, mm-hmm. just see what's going on with that and all that yeah. shit. I don't know. I I think there's some newer content for it that's out. Yeah, but to be honest, I. I haven't played Destiny regularly in a, a hot minute, so we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Um, yeah, I mean the the beta, or I think Anthem. It's, yeah, for Anthem. Anthem uh, or, yeah, not the beta. The the demo for that came out. Um, I want. I okay. So here's the I thing. Mean, yeah. I I don't I don't want to. I don't want to be negative just because it's an EA game, but I'm no. I'm nervous based on just how people are saying like the servers have all these major issues and mm-hmm. it's only a couple weeks out from launch and. These are concerning things, yeah, right? Yeah, of this, course. This was, this was for a very small player base, right? When this game launches, it's going to be a balloon of players. Yep. And you, you have to you have to have the capacity to handle that, and I just don't know if they're ready for that. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, how they handle it and how the beta is handled as well, because I think that's coming pretty soon. I know the, the open the open demo is this weekend. So the yeah. Clo- the yeah, the close, open beta this weekend. I don't think it's called a beta. I think it's called a demo. 
Oh, is it? Even yeah. the, this coming weekend? Mm-hmm. For that? Okay. I think it's called the beta. Um, yeah, so I, I've got a couple of friends from work that have been playing it. it mostly, mostly good stuff. I've been hearing back from them. But this is going to be uh, an obvious one that I wait for until it releases to see what everybody says. And honestly, I'm not really ready to jump into like a massive, uh, like an, an MMO, MMO right MMO, now. Yeah. MMO shooter, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, I'm coming off uh, Black Ops 4 still. And I've been playing these smaller, well, not always smaller, but just third-person games mm. and open-world games and stuff like that, which is kind of my bread and butter. That's mm-hmm. what I like. Um, and I'm not ready to get addicted like that again to another, uh, another online MMO. shooter of yeah. some kind. So Fair. I'm probably going to take a break, and then when I hop back into it, it might honestly be Battlefield Five because um, I like Battlefield One. I hear, I hear the Battlefield Five is just crazy boring. Hmm. Could be. Um, I really, honestly, since it came, since it's come out, I haven't uh, checked back in to see how it's doing. So I mean, it, I know I know that sales sales are not good. Sales yeah, yeah, I heard good. that. <laughs> I mean, so. that, well, that's also partially because of their their dude, their the manager of the team or whatever that was like, if you don't like the game, then don't buy it. And people were like, well, then I'm not going to buy your game. <laughs> if if I don't like your game, I'm not going to buy it. Thanks for letting me know I shouldn't buy it. Peace. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else played, watch? Um, been watching a little bit of The Amazing Race with Becca on occasion. Yeah. Kind of that trashy reality TV. Is it? Does that show still air? Yeah, I think so. Like, they're oh. on season 29 or something. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's still, I think it's still got a pretty solid viewership, so. Hmm. I have never seen an episode of The Amazing Race. It's kind of fun. I, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it to everybody, but if you're looking for something to shut your brain off to, it's not bad. All right, let's talk about what is coming to Netflix in February and what is leaving in February. Um, what do you got for me? And just kind of gloss over. I looked at what's in theaters and some news and stuff. I really didn't see anything. Shit, that, nothing, that, nothing good's coming out right now. Yeah, I mean, it's it's January and February. It's, it's, it's some kind bad of doldrums. It's some bad times in the movie, movie land. All right, um, here's some stuff coming to Netflix in February, some notable stuff. Obviously, there's some more than this, but this is what I saw that I'm excited about. Classic American Pie movies are coming, one, two, and three. Quality. Um, A lot of fun, real cheesy, not real good. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Kind of in line with what we're talking about tonight. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, one, two, and three, uh, Wedding, are coming. Oh, Wedding sucked. Yeah, I don't think I've seen that one, but one and two I liked. Um, all the Jaws movies are coming. Nice. Even uh, even the third one. Is oh. it the third one that's awful? 3D? I believe I that I one is heard, coming. I, I don't even know if I've heard enough about it to know about it. It's but the, I, know, I know it's bad. Michael Caine's in it, and at one point the shark yells in the movie, oh, which is physically yes. impossible for a shark to do. Um, I watched a review, one of Chris Stuckman's reviews on Jaws 3D. It was hilarious. Uh, yeah, so all the Jaws movies are coming. Uh, Final F- Destination. I almost said Final Fantasy. I guess Final Fantasy three came out. Um, we didn't talk about that, or it's about to come out. Final Fantasy three. Yeah, right. Or no, I'm thinking Kingdom Hearts. Oh, sorry, yeah. Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah. <laughs> Final, like, Final Fantasy three came out a while ago. I was uh, like, that is a long time ago, man. I, yeah, I, that that's a game. I yeah, I guess to rewind I, I, here. Are you gonna I play that at all? I haven't played any of the predecessors, so no. Yeah, same. Um, yeah. It looks it looks cool. It looks exciting. It looks like the type of shit that I don't want to play. I'll be honest. Like I, yeah, I, I, I don't I don't have a soft spot for Disney, 
and I yeah. have no idea about any of the backstory, so I could give. I yeah, I, I never played the previous one, so like I'm not I'm not in it. You know, I, I don't yeah. I don't really know I think, what I think to expect. I think, that's, I think that's what these games are: is that they've built up so much, and now people have been like, oh, "It's been mm-hmm. so long since the last one," and oh, oh mm-hmm. shit, I, I don't care about any of that. This game looks just okay, and I don't give a flying buck about yeah. most of the. Maybe it'll be really good, but um, I, like I, I haven't played the previous one, so I don't have that. that I know that, I know if there's one that you're supposed to play. It's supposed to be Kingdom Hearts Two. That's supposed mm. to be the one. Okay. Uh okay, what was it? okay? Final destination, uh, the the original, also um, cheesy, also yeah, fun. I like that movie. Um, I really like that. Is that the one? Uh, what's his name? Speaking of American Pie, is that the one where Sean William Scott is in it and he I, dies? I think so. I'm pretty sure he stands at the side of the train tracks and yeah, there's like yeah, a piece yeah. of shrapnel yep. on the tracks in the train and it like slices his head off. Pretty sure, yeah. Uh, classic. Uh, Hostel is oh, coming. We're, get, we're getting Hostel. we're getting all the uh, the gore porn. Yeah, yeah, the, the gore porn, the the early two thousands uh, great great movies, the, just the, all around great American classics. What a what a great movement <laughs> in American film that was. Thank uh, God. Yeah, so Hostel's coming. Um, that new Jake Gyllenhaal movie, Velvet. Uh, Buzzsaw is coming. I haven't. I I only saw like a preview. I never heard anything. Yeah, after that. it looks pretty wild. I watched the trailer for it, um, and I believe it is a net. Well, it's got to be a Netflix original because it never it never came out in theaters yeah. or anything like that. I'm pretty sure it is a Netflix original. Uh, yeah, he's like a, he's like an art enthusiast or uh, art uh, maybe a seller of art or something. Okay, and it is a supernatural film, Ooh. and like he starts to see things in these paintings from this artist that has either died or he's like this mysterious artist. I don't quite remember, mm. but then like shit starts happening to him and like his his friend and shit. It looks pretty crazy. Um, I'm forgetting at the moment who is behind the movie, but it looked pretty intriguing. Um, so that's coming out in February, and then also the Forty Year Old Virgin. Oh, um, love it! Love the Forty Year Old Virgin. Great, great movie. And at one point, I thought it was on there because I I watched I, it, it recently it on was. a streaming platform. Yeah. So another one of those examples where they like took it off and now they're and putting put it, it back, back on. on. I, I'm Whatever. sure there's a reason. I'm sure there's a reason. But. Whatever, man. Uh, some notable movies leaving. Uh, Children of Men already. We just talked about it coming really? in. It's leaving wow. already. Yeah. So glad I watched it then. Um, yeah, I highly recommend anybody out there to watch it before they remove it. It's it's super super cool dystopian movie. Yeah, I, for me, it's a masterpiece. I, I think that movie is is. I don't know if I go that far, amazing. but I think it's really good. I think I think it's I think it's a great movie. Uh, the Big Lebowski is leaving. Oh, really? Already? Fuck. Yep. And Shaun of the Dead is leaving, which we mentioned earlier. And then also Cabin Fever is leaving. Oh, really? Um, Cabin Fever. One of my personal favorites. Yeesh. Um, not really, but <laughs> it, it is a, a classic. Uh, what'd you say? Gore porn. Gore porn. Yeah. I mean, that's one of those. Gore porn. Gore porn like dominated the mid to late. Oh yeah. Just Wait, all the 2000s, zero, zero. really. I mean, 2000. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, that's pretty much all I got for that segment. Uh, let's get into the beer review. Oh, we got um, we got one, yeah. one, one beer that I particularly enjoy tonight. It's called Modus Hopperandi from Ska mm-hmm. Brewing. Mm-hmm. It's an IPA. Uh, <laughs> I'm reading their website right now. Give it up, you brew punks. <laughs> uh, see the – oh, okay, it's got some awards. All right, well, this is what it says. 
Uh, it's Old Man Bitter, and this is a bitter beer. I, well, I like uh, it. So A I, mix it, of citrus and pine that will remind you of the time you went on a vision quest and woke up in pine grove full of grapefruit trees. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, Modus Hopperandi. Um, these guys are out of Colorado. Durango, yeah. Um, ABV 6.8. It's pretty high. Yeah. yeah. Um, on the higher side for, for a for single IPA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, IBUs is 88 out of 100, which is extremely high. This is probably one of the most bitter beers I've ever had, honestly. I, I like I liked it. It's super bitter, personally. Um, yeah, and honestly, for how bitter it is, this is a good beer. Super smooth. And it also mm-hmm. it, it lingers in your mouth, which is something mm-hmm. I like about a beer. It, it's it, got a finish. It has a finish. It's got a good finish. I like um, it a lot. It The, the can art is also super badass. Yeah, I like it. We got three dudes. One of them's a skull. One of them's a skeleton. And then we got two other guys that look like the Blues Brothers. For whatever reason, this, this shit sort of reminds me a little bit of Reservoir Dogs, just the way mm. these guys are dressed. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. And you, you were talking about you were talking about something that the the can reminded you of earlier today. Yeah, I saw it. Well, and I've seen this beer in stores, and every time I see it, it reminds me of the classic Mountain Dew cans yeah. from like the mid two thousands. I don't know why it's got a similar color, but other than that. It, it's not really. There's, there's just I don't know. It's it's cool. I like it. I think that if you're somebody who likes hops, this is a beer I absolutely oh, yeah. recommend. This is a hundred percent hop forward. You talk about hop forward a lot. Yes. This is hop forward. This yes. is as hop forward about as it gets. I'd have to imagine because <laughs> it it is very poignant. I would not recommend this beer to someone who is like just who, getting who's into a, who's IPAs. A ca- who's a casual craft beer drinker. Yeah. This is, this I, is not a good starting place. You will hate this beer. I'm almost positive. This, and if you don't like IPAs, obviously avoid this. this um, I, like I said, this is one that I, I love this beer. I like how bitter yeah. it is. I like how strong it is. I like I like a lot of things about this beer. This would be a good one on tap for sure. Yeah, oh, my God. It's awesome on tap. Yeah. Um. How, how much is this beer? How much did uh, it run I think I paid eight or nine for the sixer. Yeah, that's a good deal. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, for a craft beer. And um, it, it's, it's frequently on sale. So Yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty good. Modus Hopperandi. Did I say that right? Modus Hopperandi. Because Hopperandi. it's like Modus Hopperandi. Mm, okay. Yeah, uh, this is good. It's tasty. I like it. Um, if you would have had me try this beer uh, a year ago, I would have told you to go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into. Uh, well, this is kind of like a little side segment. So we we had a we had a DM from Hunter Ashy, a mm-hmm. friend of the show, uh, who listens to the show, and he wanted us to talk about critics uh, that we watch or um, listen to or read in the movie or video game industry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which for me is a lot of YouTube uh, for mm-hmm. both those fronts. Um, so I, I kind of wrote down some of uh, some people that I trust and look to for when I'm uh, getting ready to watch a movie. Maybe. So for movies, for me, it's yeah. uh, Half in the Bag from Red Letter Media. It's the same people mm. who do Angry Video Game Nerd. Two really funny dudes who talk about movies in a way that I think is understandable, relatable, and often gets to the point really quickly. Mm. Okay. Um, for movie critics, for me, I'll go over my movie critics and then more for video games. Um, I really like Chris Stuckman. Uh, that's my Stuckman's dude. Good. That's who I've been watching for, I think, five or six years now on YouTube. Um, I really, and I agree with his opinion like nine times out of ten, uh, probably even more than that. <laughs> um, I just jive with what he has to say. I also like Schmoes No. Uh, I don't know if I know that one. They do a lot of other stuff on their channels too. They do these like 
trivia showdowns and all this other kind of stuff. But they also just do bare bones movie reviews, and it's uh, Mark Ellis and Christian Harloff as two guys. So I you like kind of get. Ellis. I know. I know. I've watched some of his stuff. Mm-hmm. So you get um, kind of two opinions in one video. So mm-hmm. I like, and I like, I like both of theirs, uh, both of their inputs. So I watched that one. Um, and then more for entertainment value on a movie basis, I watch uh, The Flick Pick. Have you ever heard of him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, He's Chris Duckman's friend. And I actually, he was the first movie reviewer I ever got into on YouTube. Uh, but he's really, he's kind of, he doesn't upload all the time. He's kind of sporadic sporadic and yeah. stuff like that. But he's got crazy energy when he reviews movies. So mm-hmm. he's really fun. And then Jeremy Johns, again, for entertainment value. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I really like those two. Two others that are less uh, movie review, but just kind of fun movie channels that I like is Lessons from the Screenplay. Have you yep. ever heard of him? Yeah, yeah I've like. He has really cool videos, and he really you can tell he puts a lot of effort into the videos. So I like him, and then Sinfix. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they have a lot of cool videos. Um, so that's that's it for YouTube for me. Uh, do you have anybody else that you can kind of go to? Um, there's this one dude. I can't remember what his name is. He writes for The Globe. I really like his stuff. I don't remember his name. But he's so, a little pretentious at times, but I like his work. Yeah, and if he's a professional critic, he's probably on the next source that I go to, which is IMDb. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I do not go to Rotten Tomatoes. See, I um, like I like Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I it's do. nothing personal yeah. against it, and I think a majority of people go to Rotten Tomatoes. But if I'm if um, I'm gonna if I'm gonna make a choice, especially about video games, I actually go to Metacritic. If I'm gonna choose yeah. a website, Metacritic is typically where I go to determine if it's something worth my time. Yep, and and that's why I go to IMDb because Metacritic is built right in to. Mm-hmm the site so but why i like imdb for movies and they actually do video games too but they're more for movies um i like them because they have two columns they have the user re- reviews and ratings um which is one score and then they mm-hmm. have the critics score which they pull from multiple sources and then metacritic gives it like an average rating so i like that there's two different kind of opinions going on there um so i like imdb um, they have a really nice app too. That that's what I yes. use. It's really well functioning. Do like app. the IMDb? But I also like Flixster as well. Flixster is the one that Rotten Tomato uses. Uh, I like it because you can order you can order movie tickets through that app as well. It's, okay. it's kind of built in, which is nice. I know it's kind of like a. I mean, in, in terms of apps that I like, I like Flixer a little bit more than I like the IMDb because okay. I can order the tickets through it as well. Oh, nice. Okay. And it also shows you, like, places where you could rent it or things like that. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Okay. And that's all through the Rotten Tomatoes app? or It's, is called, it, it's called Flixer. It's a separate app. Okay. Well, Flixer, not... Flixer is, like, built around the idea built. of Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. And um, in terms of video games, mm-hmm. uh, I really like Jim Quisition. Smaller British dude. Really funny. Really clever. Like him a lot. Um, okay. Used to like Total Biscuit before he died. R.I.P. Thought he was really cool. Really mm-hmm. clever. He talked about cool shit. Um, I really like Game Ranks a lot. I think they give a lot yep. of... Yep. Game Ranks. Game Ranks. Uh, especially like the Falcon. Um, yeah. I, I used to like him more. Uh, he's, he's, he's a little pretentious. Yeah. he's a little, Well, and maybe that's why I like him a little bit. Um <laughs> Let's see who else I like for video games. I like uh, Angry Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, of course. Classic. Uh, who else do I like? Uh, in terms of websites that I frequent, I frequent IGN. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. one of those people. I know that I shouldn't, but I do. I like IGN. Um, it's very straightforward. I also like Games Radar, which is a yeah. cooler, smaller website. Yeah. Um, I like those two a lot for the reviews. If I'm just looking for like a quick hit, I'll go to those two. 
Yeah, um, and my list is kind of similar. Game Rank is kind of my main one. I love their. They have a video before you buy. Yeah, before you buy, which yep. is basically a review of the game because they get the the access a little bit early. Mm-hmm. And uh, they they, so, they just talk about some of the pros and cons of the yeah. games. Yeah, I really I like the people over there. Um, I also watch ACG. Um, which I don't, know, I don't know if I've heard of this one. Yeah, it's j- really just one guy. I think his name's Tarek or something like that. But anyway, he's <laughs> this big, white, burly, uh, uh, white dude who's got this beard and he always wears a beanie. But he puts out quality game reviews. They're always about fifteen to twenty minutes long. Does he have ranking systems or does he? he just he's say- got a uh, buy it, rent it, wait for it sale, never touch again sale. Okay. Uh, scale. Um, that's kind of how he bases them. Okay. But he puts in the work, and he's got categories. He's got graphics, sound. You know, he goes through everything, and he he's probably got the most quality game reviews out there. If you're looking for somebody, his channel isn't huge. He's got I think well under a million uh, subscribers. Okay. So he's he's a smaller channel, but I think he's got some of the <laughs> well cool. under a million. He's <laughs> yeah. smaller. Yeah, well, compared <laughs> to IGN and ga- yeah. even Game Ranks is pretty huge now. But um, he's got some quality game reviews. I really enjoy his reviews. Um, skill up. Um, if you ever heard of him, he's a he's a British guy, um, and it's really just him in front of his camera talking about uh, the latest game that he's played. And he gets early access to all these guys get early mm-hmm. access, so you kind of see the reviews before the game comes out. Um, but he, yeah, he's got a keen eye, and uh, I agree with a lot of the things that he says as well. Um, to a lesser extent, these are kind of like on the back burners for me when I just want to see more content when, mm-hmm. for a game that's coming out soon is IGN, like you said, GameSpot, and Easy, Ally, Easy Allies, which are also on YouTube. I don't know if I've seen that one. They're another publication, I think, just like IGN and GameSpot and GamesRadar. Okay. They're kind of in a similar vein, um, but I like their videos. You know what sucks? Giant yeah. Bomb. I don't know if you've been there recently. They used to be my place where I would go. They flip and blow fell They're, off yeah they, they used to be so good they used to be so cool and they used to be kind of edgy in the way they review games they used to be like nah this game sucks it's a zero i hate it <laughs> <laughs> and they just don't do that anymore well it's be, it's because like think they're getting paid or well something? no it's because publishers don't don't give you early access titles anymore mm. if you're like this game blows right that's that's why oh, often, yeah, yeah. oftentimes we get this bloated of like sixes sevens and eights right mm-hmm. it's like this game's all right i guess it's like well, just just say it sucks. Just say the game sucks and yeah. just move on. Like it's okay to say things suck, but then mm-hmm. if you say a publisher's game sucks and they're like, "Fuck that guy," he yeah. didn't think our game was good. Don't yeah. give him any more copies. It's like they have to walk this fine line between speaking their opinion, but then also missing early access on the next game Correct. that comes out Correct. from that publisher. Yeah, I, I I know what you're saying. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's pretty much it uh, for me for like serious reviews. Uh, two. I'll throw in two more fun channels for video games that I like. I like Nakey Jakey. I don't know if you're. Yeah, yeah. About that's Nakey yeah. Who I recommended to you. I, I'm a big fan of Nakey Jakey. Uh, really fun videos. He sits on a medicine ball in front of a green screen and like it. Like he just has a really particular comedic style that he yeah. brings to his review. Well, he doesn't even really review. He just specific he just, talk, games. He just talks yeah. about things. He just talks about shit, and it's it's really it's funny enjoyable. and he entertaining. Put a, he put out a new one yesterday. Actually. Yeah, Disney Channel yeah, movie. I watched that. It was good. <laughs> I haven't seen that yet, but it's on my list. Worth your time. Um, and then I also really like uh, Jake Baldino, who is oh, from Game Ranks. Yeah, he has like his Jake own Baldino, personal yes. YouTube channel. Don't you listen to his uh, podcast yes. as well? Okay. Um, shout out to Because Video Games, uh, which is in a similar vein as this podcast, but it's less structured. They really just sit down for an hour and they just they 
talk about video games. Like that's really they don't really have segments or anything like that, but it's it's more bare bones, but mm. it's really fun to listen to. Uh, but his YouTube channel, he's finally coming back to it. He's moving and stuff, so he kind of stepped away from mm. his personal YouTube channel, but now it's back. Um, and it's really cool. It's kind of like skill up. Like he just sits in front of his camera and he'll talk about a game for ten or fifteen minutes, and it's that's dope. Yeah, I mean it's it's really cool. Um, yeah. All right, let's get into the spotlight. Spotlight. All right, tonight we're talking about our guilty pleasure movies. Um, I picked one uh, just because I wanted to have some quality content. Uh, I've got two. I'm less about the quality, more about the quantity. <laughs> quantity instead of quality tonight. Um, all right, well, I'll let, since you got two, I'll let you go first on your first one. What yeah. do you got for us? Uh, Joe Dirt. I really like this movie. I think it's super trashy. I think it's a movie that is not particularly good. I'm aware of this. I love this movie. It's it's hard not to. It's, it's for real difficult not to really like Joe Dirt. There's just something... Like, I'm looking at Rotten Tomatoes right now. 11% <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes, 5.9 on IMDb. This it's, is one of those movies that was on Comedy Central every other weekend when I was growing up. And I'd, I've i probably seen this movie countless times. I don't even know how many times I've seen this movie. Right, but I mean, but, David Spade, who sucks. I think David Spade sucks. <laughs> yeah. uh, Christopher Walken's in this, Jamie Presley, yeah. Kid Rock, Carson Daly. I mean, there, there's, there's some names in here. You know, they're, they're, but it's just, it's so trashy. It's so stupid. It's like next level stupid. <laughs> um, it's just, it, it's really bad. But every time I see it, I'm like, I, I should watch. Yeah, I it's should watch one, it's one of those mid 2000s, like trash, just trashy, excuse me, comedies that is, it's not a good movie, but you enjoy it for what it is. And I think that's what a guilty pleasure is. Like yeah. it's, it's, I got, the, I got this meteorite. What you got here, son, is a big old hunk of poo. See that? That's the peanut. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you ate your fries off a giant turd? Gross. You ketchup and fries. <laughs> you and me, meteorite, we're going to make it. Oh, yeah, whisker do's, whisker don'ts, snaker do's. Remember just talking about a lot oh, about the fireworks? <laughs> <laughs> there was a time I could recite like almost every No, we've got, we've got snakes it. and sparklers. No wonder nobody's buying your shit. <laughs> you got terrible fireworks. <laughs> Oh, you were my sister. Oh. <laughs> oh everybody is like, oh. oh. <laughs> Listen on the radio show. Yeah, I mean, that movie, honestly, is kind of a part of my childhood. I've seen it so many times. It's not it's, a uh, good movie. I no, know that no, deep no. down. I know that deep down it's just not good, but every time I see it's available for me to watch, I, I kind of gravitate towards it. Yeah. So is it? I hope it's on something because now I feel like watching it. I don't <laughs> think it's on Netflix, but I, uh, I, I will mean, find it. I will, I and will I find, will watch it. I will find you. Um, all right, I got my my main pick. I was gonna do originally two or three movies, but I, just, I narrowed it down to one: uh, the Fast and the Furious, the uh, which I watched series. recently. No, the original, the original. number one. Uh, that you has a, a six-second car. No, it's a it's a ten-second ten second car. car. Oh, I didn't even. <laughs> you give you a said shit. it in the other episode, and then I, I didn't think to to correct you. Yeah, it's a ten-second car. Oh yeah, you because uh, it's for a, it's for yeah. a quarter mile. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this movie again, huge part of my childhood. Came out in two thousand one. Super, uh, super cheesy. Vin yeah. Diesel. Vin Diesel in this movie is the absolute handball. Yeah, Vin Diesel. You got Paul Walker. Uh, R.I.P. Uh, Other dudes who I don't remember. <laughs> you got, you got. Let me see if I can remember them all. Leon. You got Leon, Jesse, Leon. Letty, which is uh, Dominic Toretto's uh, kind of girl thing. Oh yeah, uh, who's in the other ones too. 
Um, you got Vince, who plays like the douchebag of the group. Oh yeah, wearing the mesh. Uh, the, the mesh, mesh tank top. <laughs> yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this movie uh, is made for 30, $38 million, made $206 million, Holy shit. Uh, which is probably a little bit more now because that was in 2001, but, and obviously spawned a franchise that we are now in, going on the ninth movie. I think I think we're past that. I think we're on like 10 almost, right? Uh, I, well, okay, so I think Fate of the Furious was the last one. I think yeah. that was eight. Okay, I have, I have no clue. I think. So I think we're on nine. Anyway, I mean, this franchise has made... Uh, a couple billion dollars yeah, by now, nuts. so needless to say, it uh, it did pretty well. Um, you know, I, I live my life a quarter mile at a time. <sighs> Nothing just... else matters. Not the mortgage, not the store, not my team and all their bullshit. For those 10 seconds or less, I'm free. Oh, Jesse, Diesel. Jesse's lines, man. I just I can't. Can I, no, no, that's, uh, that's Dom's lines. Dom, <laughs> I, said, I, I was just saying I can't, I can't do these lines. Dom, <laughs> yeah, man, uh, I like, I, I like that movie too. I think I, 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 watched, I think I watched that with Tommy the last time he was down here. Or yeah, no, no uh, two times, ago, two times ago. Yeah, he and I watched that movie together. We it's watched, a classic. We watched that Workaholics movie, and then we watched uh-huh. uh, Fast and Furious. That's one. So that's another one that was always on TV when I was young. So I watched it countless times. Whenever it was on, I watched it. And now it's on Netflix too. So if you're wondering where to watch it, check it out on Netflix. Um, yeah, this movie is basically a ripoff of Point Break, the 1991. I, know, I remember you talking about the, the surfing yeah. movie, right? Yeah, with uh, Keanu Reeves and Gary Busey uh, yeah. from the 90s. Gary Busey. <laughs> Another great quote from that. This is my favorite quote. It's never about the money for us. It's about us against the system. That system that kills the human spirit. We stand for something to those dead souls inching along on the freeways in their metal coffins. We show them that the human spirit is still alive. It's Patrick Swayze from Point Break. <laughs> That's a real line in a real movie that Catherine Bigelow directed in 91. Oh. Uh, so my other guilty pleasure is the Boondock Saints. Nice. First time I saw Norman Reedus. Uh, first time I watched this. Yeah. First time I watched this movie, I thought it kind of sucked. I didn't. Yeah, at the time, I had no no idea who he was. Uh, but now the, he's uh, what's huge. his name on uh, Daryl? Yeah, Daryl. Yeah, now he's Daryl. But this was ten years before anything. Bo- yeah, Boondock Saints. I want to say came out in two thousand ten or no? Boondock oh no, 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 no that came out way, way before, before that. that. Boondock Saints was that might have came out. Or no, I'm thinking Walking Dead came out in 2010. Boondock Saints Boondock came, came out, out in 99. 99. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had a flip flop there. Uh, so this, he did this movie way before the Walking yeah, Dead. Yeah, I remember. I just I remember the scene where they're talking to the the father in the in the pulpit. You know, what I'm talking about. My uh, memory's hazy hazy on this on this movie. So they so they, they kill they kill a priest. Do you remember mm-hmm. this or no? Yeah, okay. I, vaguely. I mean, okay. I, I'm oh. not gonna be able to follow you. Well, either either way, it's like it's super cheesy action. It's not very good. It's not very well written. I just remember when they pop down through the ceiling. Oh, and they're upside and they, down. And yeah, and they're upside down, and they have their silenced uh, pistols, and they're killing all the people. Yeah, it's awesome. It's a super badass yeah. movie in that way. Yeah, I mean, th- I remember watching this when I was younger. Um, I remember it wasn't good. You got Willem Dafoe. As yeah, Willem the, Dafoe. Yeah, yeah, the homosexual police detective. I <laughs> yes. believe. Uh, yes. Very es- eccentric. Um, his character's <laughs> great. <laughs> I love his character. <laughs> very over the top, uh, but that's exactly what you want, I guess, in a movie like this. Yeah, I, th- this movie was actually the epitome of over the top. That's exactly yeah. what I wanted. Um, I know that if I see it, I watch it. Um, same with Joe Dirt. These are movies mm-hmm. that. I know are not good, yet I still enjoy for whatever stupid reason. Yeah. 
I think that's what a guilty pleasure is. Like it's it's a movie you know it's not good. You're not proud of yourself for watching it and True. enjoying it, but you do it because you like it. I I do. That's that's what a guilty pleasure is all about. All right, Chris, go ahead and close this out, big dog. All right, um, let's do it. Uh, questions from Twitter. Uh, we just had that stuff from Hunter. Um, follow us on Twitter um, if you don't already. WPR Podcast. Uh, you can also send us questions through email at wprpod at gmail.com rate us on itunes leave a review and tell your friends about the podcast that is all cheers